listeners, wow, do we have a treat for you today, because we're flipping the table, we're flipping the script, and today, the interviewee is becoming the interviewer. My name is Jonah Ardell, and I was supposed to be the guest, but now, (laughs) I've taken the reins, and I'll be interviewing Aaron, your original host. So, uh, Aaron, how's today going? Oh, God, I'm nervous. Um, it, it's going good. Um, what did I do today? I went for a walk. I went to Dollarama, bought myself some floss. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the new podcast with Trisha and uh, what's his face? The new. The yeah, I watched the podcast because they live stream it on YouTube as well. So, yeah, the new episode of Frenemies, talk about David Dobrik, all the new drama. Yeah, and then I was waiting for you to get here. Oh, and I made KD for for supper. (laughs) I mean, KD, that that alone makes the day worthwhile, I feel like. Especially the party size, like the family family pack. Yeah, Yeah, it's good. Um, okay, so yeah, I guess um, for our listeners, we should give a bit of a disclaimer as to um, why the tables are turned here and to, as to um, why I'll be the one interviewing. And that's because um, when I walked in and we were kind of talking about, oh, what should we talk about today for the podcast or whatever, Aaron was like, well, what do you want to talk about? Um, and then I was like, oh, I don't know. And then she was kind of like, well, um, usually I just kind of like talk about like the lives of my guests. And then I was like, okay, that sounds good. So maybe we'll talk about like values or something. And I was kind of talking about how, you know, when you ask someone and when you're trying to get to know someone and you kind of ask them like, how, who are you? Or like, how are you? Or like, what are three things that I should know about you? A lot of people, they just immediately jump to those kind of like common um, interview type answers where it's like, oh, I'm in such and such position or like I'm this age or um, like I'm a son, I'm a sibling, whatever. But I feel like to really get to the meat or the essence or the spirit of a person, you have to dive just a little deeper and um, kind of ask about values. Because I think values lead to like goals. And then from goals, that kind of leads to what the person really like prioritizes in their life. So um yeah, maybe that's where we'll start, I guess. So, um, I mean, Aaron, you're sort of in like a um, cathartic experience right now and like a transition period in your life, moving to Alberta um, for this year or whatever. So um, maybe you can speak about that a little bit, kind of um, what your time here has been like and if you've come to any insights over the last year. And then we'll go into values maybe too. Okay, <laughs> this is so weird getting interviewed. Um, so what have I learned coming into Alberta, moving to Alberta, living my life in Alberta? So just to talk about the, the just like the few small things that pop in my head is that, wow, Alberta people, they're very conservative compared to Ontario. That's just like my initial thought of Alberta. Um, People are very different. A lot of anti-mask protests. (laughs) So weird. Um, 
you mean like strangers on the street or do you mean like people you've come and gotten to know yeah just not people that i know well honestly there's been quite a bit of drama when i initially moved here with people that like i met and stuff oh really but yeah 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 um but that's over and done with i feel like i have a really good set of friends now um but i feel like i talk about this in a lot of my podcasts my initial idea into moving to alberta was to um get away from everyone everything all my responsibilities for a bit um try and heal from some stuff i went through and um maybe just grow and learn meet new people you know have new experiences so that was my initial um like what i wanted out of moving to alberta for a year and i feel like i've really acquired that i've um reached my goal i've made incredible friends i made amazing memories i feel like i'm really confident now i feel like i've healed obviously not 100 percent, but to the point where i feel like confident and happy again like what percentage uh what percentage <laughs> let's say let's say 70 percent because i'm definitely over half yeah but I don't want to say I'm 100% healed and confident, you know? That just feels like, like... I'm probably, like, close to the same. Okay. Maybe a little less. And, um, yeah, I feel like moving here has been really beneficial for me. I don't have any regrets. I'm definitely going to miss everyone when I leave because I'm leaving in a month. And I'm just really hoping to not go back to my bad patterns and go back to... Um, what I was running away from, I guess, when I go back. <laughs> Sam's looking at me. Sam is um, an audience member right now, by the way. She's looking at me because she's like, bitch! <laughs> Draw a picture of Sam for the audience. Like so Sam is sitting by the window. She's in a big black chair. She has a little... Um, yeah, she ha- what, what's, what's that? Conte, our, our desk. A side table in front of her. She has cut up apples. She, and she, she bought like a new teacup thing that had a bath bomb in it. And she's... A bath bomb in a teacup? Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. so she's drinking tea from her teacup. And then I'm talking. And she's just looking at me, giving me the stink eye. Because she's like, yeah, you better not go back, Aaron. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm initially kind of scared of going back home, but I'm also doing the East Coast, hopefully, Sweet. if borders are open like for the Halifax. summer. Yeah, yeah like all the that, little islands. They have that Atlantic bubble, but that just means that you have to quarantine for two weeks. So yeah. So you're going there long term, then it doesn't, that doesn't mm-hmm. matter that much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel like that's all I have to say about Alberta. Although I'm really grateful to have been here and for all the friends I've made and for all the experiences I've had and I'm really going to miss everyone and maybe one day I'll come back and I don't know if I would move here because Alberta's scary a little bit, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I think those were um, great answers and um, obviously like it's hard to talk about 
like our own kind of insecurities and like challenges that we've had in the past. But I think that that's what makes us us. And um, that's really where growth takes place. You know, like I think change just because as a blanket statement is really difficult for people. And um, yeah, people get kind of accustomed to a certain way of life. But when they start feeling that sense of comfort, that just kind of indicates that they're no longer progressing. And I think as people um, in general, you always want to be progressing. So while change is difficult, um, the prospect of change is difficult, but the opportunities that that could result in and the growth that can occur from that is usually worth it or almost always worth it. So yeah, I definitely commend you, Aaron, for taking that step to um, move cities. It's definitely not easy. You have to let go of like a lot to do that. And yeah, it's hard. I, I need to do that. Like I, I grew up in Calgary. Like I was born in Calgary. I've lived here my whole life. I'm 28 now. And I also went through a rough patch like a year ago, as I think a lot of people have during COVID, but I'm still here. So maybe you're like stronger than I am. Um, so yeah, I, Move to Ontario yeah, here, I definitely need to get out of there. I, I feel the, um, I feel the itch to move for sure. Um, yeah, like I've considered Toronto, um, because I think Toronto is like a big city. It's like a liberal city, which is important to me. And yeah, it would just be close enough to Calgary that I could still return and see my family and friends and stuff, but, um, far enough away that it's like a good change. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you've, um, influenced my thinking in that way. So thanks. Um, yeah, I guess going back to the original kind of impetus for the interview, um, with respect to values. You're so English. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, what are your, what is like, cause you're talking about how you spent almost a year here and it was worth it. And it was like, there was a rough period at the beginning um, but now it's worth it. And now you're afraid to go back. I would say as a question, what is like the number one thing that you've learned about yourself um, because of this change that you want to hold on to as you go back? And like, you, you don't want to return to the same kind of mental state you were at before you came here, right? Like that's why you came here is to kind of like heal and, um, Ex like learn some new opportunities and enjoy some new experiences. So with that, what do you like, what have you gained during your time here that you want to carry forward? My initial like thought when you said that was not live for others, because I feel like when you grow up, whether you're a teenager, young adult, whatever, you tend to have so many like um, high expectations from people whether it be friends family you know um, colleagues whatever and um, that's a lot of pressure on someone you know obviously people just want the best for you um, example just my parents obviously they want me to have a good job they want me to buy a house they want me to have the best car but living for other people is just so mentally draining and not healthy it really screws up with your mental health because it's like oh my god they expect me to be perfect they want me to get married by this age they want me to buy a house by this age blah 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 so I feel like 
coming out of all those expectations and just living here and living for myself for like the whole year and just doing whatever I wanted to do has really like shown me okay I have to do this for the rest of my life because if I keep living for other people like it sounds stupid like you're not living for yourself you're living for other people right so it's like what's the point yeah you end up being miserable at the end and let's say example my family wants me to have three kids get married and I reach that age and I've accomplished all of what they've wanted for me and then I just end up so unhappy because it's like okay well what what about what I want I want to travel the world I want to you know marry for love and um you know I want to I want to learn new things I want to yeah I want to be adventurous I don't want to work that nine to five life of just being stuck in society and just being stuck around the same people my whole life like I feel like also coming from a small town mentality it's like oh we have the one cinema we have the two bars we have the same high school friends our whole lives and it's like there's so much more out there like (laughs) How many more people can you meet that you you can have either a friendship or a relationship with or just like a soul connection with, you know? So I feel like that's the main thing I've learned about coming to Calgary is just not live for other people, parents, friends, uh, partner, whatever, and just do whatever you want and do whatever makes you happy even if it makes people mad and sad and disappointed because ultimately it's not their life if they wanted um stuff for me then they should have done it themselves for for their lives for for them you know what i mean (laughs) is that mean (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i mean like if you wanted me to have three kids like my parents don't want me to have kids so i'm just like giving a random no well like like they they don't care about that my parents really want me to have african kids really yeah my mom really wants me to have an african child like I've I've told my parents numerous times that I do not want children and they've respected that which is a real blessing because if they would pressure me to have children I do not know what I would do because um yeah I just feel like having children would make me really unhappy it's too much responsibility for me it's too much money and I'm a very selfish person and I like doing stuff for me and like going on trips for me buying food for me whatever okay um yeah I mean that's that's awesome I think the answer that you gave about um not wanting to live for others and just kind of be like intellectually independent um is spot on i think that's a really insightful answer and i think moving to a different city for the first time in your life is def definitely an occurrence that would kind of accelerate that so yeah that's terrific i completely agree um i mean yeah especially as a kid growing up um there's so much social pressure amongst peers amongst family um kind of like adult influences in your life that kind of condition you towards a path for life that's like there's good intent behind it your parents want you to um have like a comfortable life but at the end of the day um you really do have to go your own way and 
I think as you get older, you kind of realize that more. And definitely, I think that a move would accelerate that thinking. Um, and I think, I don't think it's actually selfish to think that way, to think that you want to live for yourself. I actually think that that's a very altruistic way of looking at it from a moral perspective, because if you're living for others constantly, what's that going to do to your mental health? That's going to burn you out. That's going to create a sense of bitterness. That's going to create a sense of resentment um, towards others. And all of those manifest in really ugly ways. And I don't think are that healthy for anyone, um, not just you, but also your kind of social group around you. So if you're living your life honestly and authentically who you are and going after your own individual desires and living true to your own individual values, I think that's really what makes a good life um, as well as for those around you because then that's a contagious thing. Like whatever energy you're giving off, whether it's negative or positive, that's contagious. So, I mean, if you're living according to your own ideals and you're deriving pleasure and a sense of happiness from that, I think that'll rub off on others. And I do kind of believe in this kind of cosmic karma where what goes around comes around. So if you're putting out good into the world, that'll come back to you and vice versa. So, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a selfish statement to say that I'm living for myself and um, despite all these external influences directing me on a certain path, I'm going to choose to go my own way because that's more in accordance with my own values. So, um, yeah, I guess those are my two cents with respect to what you said. Jose Lavois is a graphic designer and small YouTuber. If you ever need any creative services done or just want to support her work, check out her website, heyjose.com or her Instagram at heyjose. Um, yeah, to just kind of go over some other questions and turn it back to um, the original question of the interview with respect to values. Um, what would you say are, I don't know, maybe like your top three to five? Like what's, what's the quick ones that come to mind? And I think values are like very core. So like it wouldn't be something that like you aspire. It would be something that's kind of innately in you. Like one for me that I'll just give as an example is curiosity. Like I'm such a curious guy. Like that's why I'm the interviewer right now because <laughs> I just like asking questions and I'm naturally inquisitive. And like as I've kind of gone through school and graduated university and then gone back to university, I've just realized that I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always reading Wikipedia articles. I know it's not a good source, but <laughs> I'm just always trying to expand my mind. So that's definitely a core value of mine. Um, yeah, can you speak to any of yours? Yeah, I would definitely say that one of them would be being adventurous. I feel like, what's the point of life if you don't go out and do things, yeah. you know? Like, I don't want a boring life. I'm so scared of that. To just, like, come home, okay, cook supper, then watch TV until you go to bed because you have to go to work the next morning. Like, I don't want that life. So I want an adventurous life. Um, I would also say relationships. I feel like relationships are so important to me, whether it be like family, friendship, or like um, uh, like a partner, like a couple relationship. Um, I would literally give my soul, die for anyone who I truly, truly love. That's good. So I yeah, I <laughs> Jonah just said he's heartless. <laughs> yeah, whenever I come up with goals, they're like always like yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't 
I won't put them before me type thing. Like, I'll do anything for them. I'd die for them. But if it comes to, like, them or me, like, I'd probably pick me first. Again, a very like selfish statement. Yeah, dishes, yeah. <laughs> um, a third, um, what is it called? Value. <sighs> probably money. And I know that sounds money? very like weird. You just want money? Yeah, I feel like money is really important to me. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Well, not like want money. Like I'd work for my money, but I like, I would like to be successful. And I feel like money is really important to me, which is why I have like money in stocks right now. And what? Yeah. Like I'm already saving up for retirement and I have like this like graph thing, (laughs) this like overall view thing that by the time I retire, I'm going to have like $2 million in my account with stocks. Like portfolio. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Portfolio. So, I feel like money is definitely, like, very, very important to me. <laughs> I know that sounds not good, but it is what it is. I don't think that doesn't sound not good. <laughs> it's definitely probably a controversial statement. Yeah, it's definitely controversial. It's like because statement. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It's my life. Don't judge me. No. Um, <laughs> Let's unpack the money thing. What, um, what about the money? Is it, like stability just because the money thing is such a unique i think thing to say and might polarize people i think it um would be interesting to kind of unpack the mentality behind the money thing Um, for me personally i'm definitely a conservative spender like my philosophy on money is um to save like a penny today is a dollar tomorrow so i'm like i'm a big saver and yeah, I also um, dip into some of those investment practices like purchasing stocks and RSPs and stuff like that. But I do think that there's another argument to be had for like tomorrow's not guaranteed. Like you could die today, you know? So I think there's a balance there. Um, and you kind of have to like live your life at the same time while also um, setting up measures for the future from a financial perspective. Um, But with respect to um, money for you, Aaron, what would you say is like the most important thing to you um, with, with respect to money? Would that be like stability, like making sure that you're never going to be in a situation where um, you're dependent on others or like financial independence or would it be like as soon as I hit 40 I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna buy a yacht and I'm gonna sail the world or like um like why is that just unpack why the money is so important like what about it um so well first of all back to what you you were saying about um saving and then having that like yolo mentality of like okay i have to save but i can also spend a bit of money that's the point that i've reached right now if you would talk to old aaron high school aaron university aaron i would literally not have moved halfway across the country because that's money that's a lot of money right and um especially all the stuff i've been doing has been costing me a lot of money and um i feel like I've definitely reached that point of okay, I have stability. I'm I have money for retirement. 
I have money for whatever else that I want, but with the rest of it, I can enjoy myself with that money. So, um, why is money important to me? Honestly, I don't know. It's just a part of who I am, I guess. I feel like my dad has been a big influence on, uh, on me with that. Um, like, yeah, for the saving aspect of it. He's just been, like, really good with his money his whole life. And, um, I guess, yeah, he would, like, save, put some away. He would pay stuff off very, um early on because he was just really good with that and I guess I just sort of aspired to be that and just to have like that financial freedom of um not retiring early but like paying off things sooner so that you can enjoy more of your life once it's paid off right so it's almost like avoiding stress yeah yeah definitely avoiding stress has a big part of it like just thinking of people who are in debt like literally gives me so so much anxiety it makes me stressed for them because it's like how are you in fifty thousand dollars of debt and obviously i'm not judging anyone like obviously people have schooling and houses and you know medical bills whatever it may be like i'm not judging for like your specific um circumstances Circumstances, thank you so um i don't know just the thought of it really stresses me out which is why like my mental health is really important to me so i will do everything in my power to make sure that i'm happy not anxious not depressed (laughs) so yeah i would definitely say that money is one of my core core values nice so that's three of them all right cool yeah yeah no, I appreciate um, you unpacking that because, um, yeah, money's one of those things. You know, when they talk about like the three things that can break up a, a relationship, money's always at the top next to um, sex and also religion, like differences in, in uh, I think, culture is in there too, um, as there's more and more like mixed couples becoming a, a thing. But um, yeah, money, sex, and religion is like the top three. And I think money is definitely something that um people like everyone has a different perspective on so no i completely i get where you're coming from though and i would say for me i'm i'm the same like i was kind of saying before i'm definitely like a saver like i try to um put a percentage of my paycheck away every time to um just saving for the future um and i think my main reason for that is just stability, just um, like kind of like you said, just stress avoidance. I don't want to ever be in a situation where mm-hmm. I need to depend on others. Um, I hate it when I don't have my wallet and I go out for dinner and then my friend has to pay for me yeah. and then I, and then I owe them and it's like in my mind I until I pay them back. Yeah. Like I can't. And then what happens if they die? Their ghost is going to co- come <laughs> after me. Like I need, I just can't do that. So, yeah, for me, it's, I guess, financial independence um, and also just comfort of mind that Mm -hmm. I'll be okay. um, Like if I lose my job at some point or like something goes haywire, at least I'll kind of have like contingency or like a safety net, like a cushion that I can fall back on of money. So, yeah, I think um, we're aligned in that sense to just kind of unpack the conversation about values. um, I'm curious as to with the values you mentioned, um, being adventurous, money, um, what was the second one? Relationships. Relationships, right. 
Um, what are some examples of how you've kind of like flexed those values or how those values have had an influence on your decision making in life? Like I can think of one for you when you say be adventurous, you up and left Ontario to come to <laughs> Alberta for a year. So that's like an example. And then I think you spoke to the money thing too. Um, do you have any other practical examples from your life um, of those values coming into play? And um, how do you think it might affect the future as well with respect to like what you want to get out of life? Like how will those values kind of like inform your action? No. This should, the, this should be the, the Jonah. Talk, was, talk to Jonah. No, I'm just like <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. I don't uh, know Okay, I don't really remember your question because it was very English, but um, okay, I'll talk about my chorus again. <laughs> um, I feel like it's really hard to have two core values that are on completely different ends of the spectrum, like adventurous and money, because oh, yeah. a lot of adventures cost money. Yeah. So I'm like torn in between of like, okay, I'm going to go travel Europe. Like mm -hmm. it's going to be a hell of a time. I'm going to go for the whole summer. Yes. And then it's like, oh, wait, I need like like 30 grand to do all that if I want to have fun. You should couch surf. I am a woman. Yeah. <laughs> couch exactly. surfing is a little more sketchy. I'm, I'm definitely like privileged. <laughs> But it would be nice to go, like, with a guy and just, like... Or if you have a friend, even. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. yeah. But even, like, going with another, like, girlfriend, it's kind of, like, hard, too, because it's, like, ooh, two girls. I literally just watched Taken, like, two days ago, oh and I'm, goodness. like, oh, my God, I'm that so scared so that, that that will happen to me. But, um, yeah, maybe I'll find, like, a guy to go with just because I would feel more safe. But, yeah. anyways, um... Yeah, it's really hard and it makes me, like, indecisive sometimes because I like to be spontaneous and I like yeah. to do, like, fun, expensive things. So it's like, okay, let's go bungee jumping. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's $300. Should I? Like, that's $300 I can use towards my bills. That's $300 I can save up for retirement and I'll make, like, an extra grand with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's totally. like I'm in, like, the middle sometimes. Um, Coats, my goats. <laughs> so for my relationship one i feel like i'm being um not ironic what's the other english word satire uh, no oh, um, sarcasm no when you're doing like the opposite when you're doing like the opposite hypocrite oh. i feel like i'm being hypocritical because i literally just said that relationships are my whole life and it's a part of who i am and i'll do anything for people i love and then i like literally just left all of them <laughs> in Divins so yeah, that's um, temporary. <laughs> yeah it's temporary yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah I just kind of feel like a hypocrite now but um I don't know I feel like having that as a core value isn't so much of a great thing because it kind of goes again with what I said earlier of like um taking what they have to say to heart too much or like not wanting to disappoint them because I love them so much yeah. Um, so I feel like it's a great core value to have because Yeah, like I wish I had that. <laughs> you wish you had that? Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I else. I wish I was say. more selfless. I think that life would be like easier if I was mm. more selfless. Mm -hmm. But I'm not. I mean selfless but only to people who I actually really yeah. like, like really love. Like your core core group. 
like yeah, family yeah, and close friends. Yeah. Yeah. I actually read somewhere, or maybe I heard it, was it this on, a, on a podcast. No. Oh. Um, that, um, or maybe, I don't know, that the five closest people in your life is, like, the direction that you're going with your oh, life. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, if you hang out with five bums that smoke weed every day, they do nothing with their lives, they work at McDonald's, not up. saying that working at McDonald's is a bad job because obviously we need McDonald's workers, but um, you just literally, that's how your life is going to be. You're going to be a bum too. You're going to have uh, like low... You're influenced no, by the people around yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You're influenced by the people around you. So that's why I'm trying to like mm-hmm. hang out with people who are more or less happy and successful and they want the same things in life that I want, right? Like, I love talking to people like you who just, like, listen and want to travel and want to do things, right? Like, I like talking to you because I think that we have a lot of similarities. Yeah, we do have a lot of similarities. We would literally be a really amazing couple if I wasn't gay. I'm sorry, Jonah. Same. Same? Are you gay too? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, <laughs> um, just a side note for everyone, if you stick around with bums who want, um, nothing good in life mm-hmm. and who just want to stay in the same hometown their whole lives and who do drugs and drink alcohol every day, it's like, you're literally going to become that person and you're going to resent yourself. You're going to hate that. So try and find great people in your life that who aren't going to cause drama who aren't gonna get mad at you for shit who who are going to praise you and shove you in the right direction no i think that's totally awesome i've heard that before too about um the top five people or whatever um the closest people in your life influence who you are and i don't know what the stat is but it's like 50 percent of your kind of like social lifestyle or like who you are socially is derived from your immediate peers like those immediate people it was some stat like that i'm probably getting the number wrong but yeah just echoing what aaron said and i think there's definitely a lot of validity with that and like aaron was kind of saying with respect to like how do you want to live your life and maybe you should like choose your social group based on that I think that brings up a lot of questions of like, what do you really want to get out of life? Because maybe um, in one vein, like if you just want to like make a shit ton of money and get into a nice position where it's like high status and there's a lot of prestige, um, you might surround yourself with others like that who have built that kind of economic success. But then in that same vein, um, what kind of people are they? You know, like, are they happy people? There's a lot of people that are in kind of positions like that of power that are just miserable people or unhappy. So, yeah, I think it really warrants some thinking about um, what you really want. And I think that goes back to um, the core values of like what's really the most important thing in life. Is it kind of gaining that power or is it a sense of happiness? Is it service to others? Um, so yeah, these are all really deep subjects and it's something that I like because I'm, I'm just a personal development junkie. Like I love reading personal development books. Um, yeah, I'm just 
a forward thinking guy, I guess. I like progress. I wouldn't say that I'm like uh, a good teacher though, because I definitely have my own issues that I still go through and struggle with. Um, but I think just being intentfully aware of your particular situation and um, kind of what those values are is a good step forward in kind of identifying um, who you are and how you want to live. If you're looking for comfortable yet stylish clothing, check out Neon Apparel. They are a clothing brand based in Calgary and they ship worldwide. So if you want to shop their collection, check out their Instagram or their website at neon.ca. Um, I guess that wraps up the values. I guess to close, um, just because this was like really deep, I want to do something maybe a little more lighthearted and just ask. Um, yeah like flash question or something maybe like what are like a couple things that you do to um get like a quick dose of happiness like just like a quick endorphin hit just like quick dopamine hit for me like if i want a quick dopamine hit i'll go run 20 minutes or i'll um eat craft dinner or like something like that like what are some of your kind of quick go-tos to get that get those dopamine hits um maybe watch tiktok i like to have a good laugh watch a good Mm -hmm. youtube video um hang out with my friends go do something fun like go on a hike or go to a restaurant literally my favorite thing in the world to do is go to a restaurant and eat food because i just love food so much um i don't i don't i don't like sushi what sorry (laughs) Um, what else makes me happy i really like to watch netflix it makes me sound so boring like (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna close with something fun all right so this is um it's one of those it's like binary questions so it'll be like cats or dogs coffee or tea red or yellow whatever so i'll try to think of new questions as we're passing the mic over and maybe we'll just try to do like 10. And I'll answer my own questions too. So first question, um, let me think of something relevant to what we were talking about. Um, okay, Timmins or Calgary? Oh no, you're gonna make me choose Timmins. All right, well, I haven't been to Timmins, so I have to say Calgary. Um, next question, hmm, you walk into a mall, and is the first thing you do is go into a clothing store or the food court? Food court. <laughs> yeah, food court for me too. Especially if it's Tuesday on um, at taco time. Because then I'll go get the 99 cent beef tacos. So good. What? That's a thing? That's a thing, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's a thing in your small ass Timmins Town. But it's a thing at taco time in Calgary. Um, okay, next one. Um, preferred physical activity when it's nice out biking running kayaking whatever what's your preferred activity swimming swimming is there a lot of like lakes and stuff yeah. and t- oh really oh I'll, like swim across the lake because in calgary there's like no opportunity for that mm-hmm. like there's pools but for me i'd probably say running okay um hmm 
What are you currently watching on Netflix, and how would you rate it out of 10? So I'm watching two shows on Netflix right now. I'm watching How I Met Your Mother. I'm at season five. I would rate that six out of 10 because sometimes it's boring. I'm also watching Ginny and Georgia. I'm at episode five, and I'm going to rate it an eight out of 10 because the writing is really good. Ginny and Georgia? What's that about? It's about, like, a mother and a daughter, and they move to a new place, and, like... It's kind of like Gilmore Girls, but more like sex and drugs and like new, you know, Gilmore Girls was like kind of boring. This is actually like full of drama. All right. I'll answer my own question. Um, Seems like the only thing I ever watch on Netflix are those true crime documentaries where they're like, oh, this girl disappeared. You watch three hours of media to figure out like what where what the status of the situation is or like making a murder or like those types of shows so they're all kind of similar so maybe i won't rate those but uh, the office is my favorite tv show of all time i don't think it's on netflix anymore but that's like an 11 out of 10 okay next question um plans for the evening watching Ginny and georgia <laughs> nice oh, oh. and maybe going skateboarding nice it's a pretty dope looking skateboard um unfortunately this is a podcast so you guys can't see it but you just need to take my word for it it's a pretty dope looking skateboard and um yeah i think that's a good closer for the uh for the session thanks so much aaron for letting me take the reins and be the interviewer it was um a pleasure not what i expected coming into it but (laughs) definitely a good time Thank you so much, Jonah, for coming and doing this with me. I really appreciate your time. And, um, yeah, you better go and take me out to go do stuff in Calgary before I leave. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you have, like, a month left. I'll be in Victoria for, like, ten days soon. But after that, uh, we won't go, We won't get sushi because you said that you don't like sushi. But we'll do something else good with uh, with the rest of the crew for sure. Um, and if people want to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram or add you anywhere? Oh, well, you know, I am like a huge influencer on Instagram <laughs> with my 106 followers <laughs> and my private account, but you can follow me at YYC Jonah. So yeah, that's Calgary the, Jonah. Yeah, that's the airport oh code. God, yeah. Calgary. At YYC Jonah. Calgary is a, I'm just refuting everything that I said in this podcast. <laughs> by giving you my Instagram handle. <laughs> it's because there were so many other Jonas. I couldn't take at Jonah. It was gone. It's just such a popular name. So I was like, oh, I'll be the Calgary Jonah. I, I've claimed it. So yeah, at YYC Jonah. But my account's private, so I'll see who you are first. Thanks for checking out this podcast, guys. I hope you have a good day. Bye!